Our service will begin in just a few moments, and I am so glad that you have joined us today. For the month of August, we are doing this wonderful healing series, The Heart of Healing. And we're looking at the power of the practices of healing. We're looking at love. We're looking at imagination. We are looking at the power of healing that Myrtle Fillmore, co-founder of our Unity Movement, has taught. Myrtle says it is really important to pray, of course, but also we must use these practices as well to facilitate our healing, knowing that the master healer lives within. So we're just grateful you're with us today. We look forward to your presence here on virtually with us today and know that you will have a wonderful experience. Our music today is outstanding. We're so blessed to have such a wonderful music department. So let's go in and really enjoy the service. And follow me, let's go.
Goodness gracious. Thank you. We just made it a better place. Yes, we did. And welcome. Uh, Unity in Minneapolis welcomes you to our live stream service today. Uh, we live stream our Sunday service um, at 9.30 Central Time every week. Every week. And our archive services are available to you uh, at any time on the Unity Minneapolis website. So some announcements. First, our book drive for Noble Elementary students continues through September the 4th. So there's time. New books may be left at the Unity bus parked out in the front lot Monday through Thursday from 9 to 5. There is a book list on the website. Um, we also, mon monetary donations are also welcome. And we will then um, go and buy books. So it's easy to donate on the website. And please use the term book drive fund when you're asked. Next, uh, today at 11 a.m., Marie and John Pettingill will present part two of our The Healing Goddess workshops. This is Experiencing the Healing Goddess, and it will explore methods used to access the energy of the healing goddess throughout various uh, cultures. I hope you'll join us on Zoom. We have two new classes starting in September, the first week in September. I'm excited about these two. First, Dane Stoffer's storytelling from the page to the stage is going to be offered twice. It's going to be offered on Tuesday evenings and on Wednesday mornings. The class size will be limited so that we get the best effect for that. from that. So pre-registration is necessary on our website. Um, and if there is demand, uh, Dane has offered to do more than two classes, so check it out. The second class, Reverend Pat's book, Minister's Book Discussion, will study how to be an anti-racist. And it is also going to be offered twice on Wednesday morning, Wednesday evening, and Thursday morning. Wednesday evening and Thursday morning. And thanks to a generous donor, uh, a copy of the book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, is free to all participants. So you must pre-register uh, via the website uh, in order to uh, take advantage of this very generous offer. Next Sunday at 11 Central Time, we will have a panel of our Unity ministers who are transforming the world in their own way. Check that out on 11 at 11 a.m. after our service. And then on Monday evening, August the 31st, Kevin Hudala and Kristen Helling lead a workshop in letting your inner leader out to play big. Please join us for both of those. The Zoom IDs will be on the website. Learn more about our upcoming events, our activities, and they're all on the church website, Facebook page, or Peak of the Week. So join us, and you can always call the church or email and ask for more details. And now we'll ask, turn it over to Reverend Pat for our opening prayer. And this morning we pray with those that have requested our prayers today, represented by our prayer box. So join me in our opening prayer. Thank you, Father, Mother, God, for life itself, for life and the opportunity to be present to it. We give thanks for each other. We give thanks for the, the, for the healing power of God 
that flows in and through each of us. We give thanks for the peace of God that we experience within. Knowing and giving thanks that this peace that we experience within truly contributes peace to the world. We give thanks for the prospering presence of God, that prospering presence of God that is always within us, guiding us, directing us. And we acknowledge the one source, God itself, and give thanks for the many channels through which prosperity flows. We give thanks for our relationships today those beautiful relationships that support us, that encourage us, encourages us, that helps us to grow. And we give thanks for those relationships perhaps that do not appear that way and yet causes us to grow and to stretch and to be more than we've ever thought that we could be. So this morning, we hold in our heart these prayer requests representing our spiritual community and we give thanks in advance for answered prayer. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Join us in our opening song.
Good morning again. We're so glad that you're with us. You know, I was looking at some of the comments in our live feed that's going on, and it's great to see people from around the world that is joining us. It's just a pleasure to have you with us today. We know that you have many choices, many choices, and so thanks for making that choice to spend part of your day with us. I don't know about where you are, but it is indeed a beautiful day here in Minnesota. It's a gorgeous day, one of those days when you get up and you just appreciate life itself, just life itself. And so I hope that you feel that gratitude wherever you are today. You know, one of our core values here is that of welcoming, my dear friends. So it is our joy and our pleasure to welcome you today to this service. And just remember this, that wherever you are on your spiritual journey, Wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. And now let's settle in for the reading of our daily word with Reverend Tony. You are invited now to um, mentally add any names or requests that you have to our prayer box. So Reverend Pat brought that this morning. Um, you can submit this virtually, or you can submit it online uh, to our website. Those prayer requests are prayed for by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are for forwarded on to Silent Unity, where they are prayed for for another 30 days. So please submit your request from your heart. And now let us move deeper into spirit with the reading of today's daily word. And the word for today is inner peace. We affirm the peace of God fills my mind, my heart, and my life. Quiet moments in a fragrant garden, a stroll by a lake or stream, or a visit to any place of beauty inspires a deep awareness of peace. I also enjoy peace in the company of friends, those with whom I have easy camaraderie and deep bonds. Growing in spiritual awareness, I claim inner peace wherever I am. True inner peace comes from deep within me. If I am feeling less than peaceful, I pause and breathe out worry, fear, and unhealthy concern. Giving my full attention to the divine presence within me, I breathe in a peace that soothes my emotions, calms my thoughts, and relaxes my body. As I continue to inhale peace and exhale concern, I move forward with renewed clarity and confidence. And from Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, those of steadfast mind keep you in peace, in peace because they trust in you. The word for today is inner peace. I will leave this 
So I invite you to just leave the world as it is, just for a few moments, and bring your attention inside, inside to that place that only you can go. And now take a deep breath with me, and as you exhale, let go of any fears, let go of any concerns, and just become present to the presence totally relaxed and totally surrendered. And this morning, I invite you to allow my words to perhaps be your words today. Today, I give thanks for the power of imagination. And with the power of imagination, I can see new possibilities for my life I take the necessary steps to make what I have imagined become a reality. And as I envision peace and harmony throughout the world, I begin to take the necessary steps toward realizing that possibility. as I imagine a healthy body, 
I began to take the steps to realize that reality. I listened to the divine within and follow divine direction. I participate in the healing process knowing that healing comes in many different ways. Remembering that God is the source of life, the source of healing itself. What a blessing it is to know that whatever I envision is a possibility. that God has placed it in my heart. And with gratitude in my heart, in my life, I rest just for a few moments in the stillness and in the quiet within. I go within and experience the peace of the divine. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you for the quiet, the peace. And we give thanks today for the power of imagination. This power of imagination that awakens unlimited possibilities. And we take that first step in making it a reality. So let us begin to return to this time, this place, knowing truly that we have experienced the kingdom of the divine that is always present, just waiting our recognition of it. And we say, thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is. And so we let it be. Amen.
When I was a little girl, I dreamed I'd be like her. That was my imagination. Oh, I wanted to be like that. Of course, I didn't want to put in the work that she's put in to be like that, which is part of our issue when it comes to imagination. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. Awesome. When you were a little kid, did you have an imaginary playmate? I didn't, but my mom did. She would tell us about her friend that she grew up with named Mildred. She even changed her middle name to Mildred because she had an imaginary friend. Um, I never had an imaginary friend like that. But I did use uh, my imagination in our playtime, we had a big backyard, or it seemed like a big backyard to me at the time. Um, and we had lots of pine trees in Louisiana. And we had lots of pine straw. And so we would literally build out floor plans of houses in our backyard. And we would play between houses. Now, I don't even remember what we played. But we used our imagination to build these houses 
these floor plans, and we played with them, in them. And we played frontier, and we imagined what it would be like. We could see it. Did you do that as a child in some form or another? We probably all did, because children have such amazing powers of imagination, of being able to see that which is not quite around them. And then at some point along the way, we lose that often um, for whatever reason. It, um, we're told not to daydream. We're told, well, that's not really real. That's just a fancy. And we, we lose that piece. The lucky ones of us manage to hang on to that. And most of them are artists and creators, and they do an amazing job. But often we lose it. I know I did for a long, long, long time. And instead, I would go into my head and I would read, read things and I would capture other people's ideas. But they weren't always mine. They weren't always my creative ideas. So it's taken a while for me to find out how to get back to that. When we talk about imagination, it's interesting that for me, they're found in, especially in, in this week as I'm looking at this again, I find that there are two aspects of this that I can, that I can hold on to. One, I'm going to read you two definitions of imagination. One is from James Dillett Freeman, who is, the, who is no longer with us here physically, but he is the poet laureate of uh, Unity and has written some really beautiful things. And the other is from Charles Fillmore. So let me read you how they define imagination. James Dillett Freeman, in his most poetic way, uh, in his heart-centered way, says, imagination is the act or power of forming a mental image of something not present to the senses, nor never before wholly perceived in reality. Here, then, is a power that frees us from the limitations of our senses. When we imagine something, we have a revelation and a vision, and of, not through our senses, but by the creative action of our mind. Imagination is the power of conception. And then we go to Charles Fillmore, and we read his definition. And Charles has identified imagination as one of the faculties, or powers. And he said it is the faculty of mind that images and forms. It is the power to shape and form thought. And it resides in the nerve center between the eyes. With our imagination, we lay hold of ideas and clothe them with substance. The body is the product of the mind. What we picture or imagine in our minds will eventually appear in our bodies. James Dillett Freeman gives us this beautiful, visionary, grabbing things out of the ethers. And Charles says, it's a process of form. It's a process of making image, of being able to form substance. So when I, when I read James Dillett Freeman, I, I can see the artist. I can see that 
reaching out beyond the known and bringing something in that is beautiful or that speaks to. And when I see Charles, it's, a, it's the same kind of creation, but it's the potter sitting at the wheel with substance that he molds or she molds and frames. But the key is something's got to keep the wheel moving. And it's usually that pedal. It's a process. Both are, are imagination. And yet what I've <clears throat> come to realize, at least for myself, is that when I use the, the visionary one, the one of coming up with the most creative idea, I so very often find that fanciful thinking. And I lose in that what it takes to put clothes on it and make it substance. Charles says we've got that power to take the idea, grab the idea out of divine mind, bring it in and put clothes on it so that we can then put energy into it or into ourselves so that we can in fact manifest it. And that is the power of imagination. We do it all the time. Everything that comes through us, how we perceive the world, how we project into the world, is a form of our imagination. I'm going to say four, three words. I was going to say four, but I dropped the fourth one. I'm going to say three words today. <clears throat> and I want you to just take note of what comes to your mind, what image comes to your mind when I say these three words. The first word is not. The second word is peace. And the third word is whole. What did you think about when I said not? Did you see a big circle with a line through it that says nope? Or did you see a string that has a knot in it? Both things. What was in your imagination as I said that word? Peace. Did you see a piece of, a piece of pizza? A piece of a jigsaw puzzle? Piece of cake? Mm. Or did you see a calm stream? A smooth lake? A beautiful sunset? Or no war? What did you see? They both are peace. But what came into your imagination? And then the last one was whole. Did you see the complete pizza? The full circle? Or did you see the big open space on the ground that had been dug out? Same thing. Whole. Same word. Uh, well, same sounding word. Same homonym. We, in our minds, create through imaging what our world is. That's the power of it. And so, 
When you get up in the morning, <laughs> and I almost pulled the stool up here today because um, I had a lot of dreams last night. Because you see, one of the things that Charles also talks about in imagination is we tend to damp down our imagination during the day. So many of us, especially those that live in our, in our heads, but at night, it's released into dreams. And the images of those dreams can give us something to put substance around, to clothe and put meat on, to help us find. And so I had a lot of, I had some weird dreams last night. I mean, just strange ones that I'm still going to be thinking about now for a couple of days around what they were. And so I almost pulled the stool up because I just, you know, was going to sit for a while. But I also know from my own experience, and I can imagine that if I pulled that stool up and sat down, I would be there for about two minutes, and then I'd be up and walking again because I can't sit and talk. So, well, I can, but not in the sermon. A lesson. Ooh, there was a slip from the old days. I haven't given a sermon in a long time. Anyway, see? Image. So, Dreams also, when I look at those dreams, I have to get back into what is it behind the dream that is the reason it came up out of my unconscious? What's it trying to tell me that I can't find words for during the day? That's a healing process. The very first time I realized that was the first week I was in therapy many, many years ago. And the dream that I had that first night was that I was walking down this path and up ahead of me, there was this huge explosion, like an atomic bomb, mushroom cloud. And I knew in that moment in the dream that I could either keep walking or I could turn around and go the other way because I didn't know what I was going to find ahead of me. Looking at it, meditating on it. I don't know that I would have called it meditation at that time, maybe. But really looking at that again, I realized that what that dream was giving me was something I couldn't focus on during the day. But I was getting ready to blow my, my life apart with therapy. And I could choose to walk away from it. Or I could stay with it. And have things blown apart. Thank God I stayed with it. But it was a healing process. My imagination unleashed allowed me to heal a part of me that I would not have looked at without it. I found a, um, an article written by Dr. Melody Bacon. I don't know her. Um, I will look up. She is a PhD in psychology. I really enjoyed what I read from her. But she makes a point here of saying how we respond to life is mostly a product of our imagination. Each one of us seems to have a default, either inborn or created by early childhood circumstances, as to whether or not our imagination runs towards scenes of fear or joy.
if that is the case, and if you've studied Enneagram, you know we all have our own little coping mechanisms on how to deal with things. We create and re how we react, how we respond, how, what we come from dictates what our life is going to be. And that's the healing part, is becoming aware of that and of knowing that how I respond, what the thoughts are that I hold that then spur me into action, because I can dream all day long, but if I don't get up off of my couch and do it, if I don't practice, I will never be like Jen. I have to practice. I have to do the la 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 forever to be that way. If I'm coming from a place of fear, how does my imagination, my ability to image, help me to heal that? What's the vision of your world today? <laughs> Take a deep breath. How do you see the world today? Your world, not the world, your world today. What's the worst thing that can happen? Now, it's interesting. Dr. Bacon, who has got clients, says she tells her clients when they get to that place and they are working on the healing process is to go into their imagination, go into their ability to image th their life and say, what's the worst thing that could happen? Now, in unity, I can, hear some, I can hear some of my, oh, no, 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 you don't want to put that in words. No, 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 don't put it in words. She even wants you to write it down. You go, no, 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 no. Folks, if we don't face it, we can't change it. So if I look at, what's the worst thing that could happen? Well, I could die. Yeah, guess what? I'm going to do that anyway. And I don't mean to be flip about that. Please hear that. I don't. There's an awful lot that's scary in our world, in my world. But if I look at what's the worst thing that could happen, nine times out of ten, the worst things are the things I've made up in my mind. And if I really looked at it, most of them aren't going to happen. And if it did, if they were to happen, I would still not be prepared to handle it because I haven't imagined how to handle it. I've just imagined it happening. The power to image is the power to see in my own mind, my own divine, not my brain, but my mind, my beingness, to see my wholeness in whatever happens. And what's amazing is the higher I, the more I do that, the more I focus in on that, finding that highest of me, that biggest S self of me, the higher my vibration, as we use in the term these days, and, and the, the higher my vibration, the more I can see. 
Everything that is exists already. It's not a matter of attracting it to me necessarily. It's a matter of being able to see that it's already there. And that requires me to bring up my level of understanding, my level, my vibratory level, to the level of that which is my best and highest good. Whatever that looks like. The peace, the joy, the strength to move through a time that is not peaceful. The steadfastness to see someone else through something that is painful. What does your world look like today? What is the foundation from which you move forward? Is your world a safe place, regardless of what happens? Is there healing in any situation, whether the cure comes or not? Is there healing in that situation? Is there healing in the situation whether forgiveness from someone is given? We can always forgive for ourselves. We may or may not receive an acknowledgement, but can we heal from that? Imagination to image, to shape and to form, to be the potter at the wheel using our foot to keep that wheel moving and forming that perfect vessel. May we use our power of imagination in every moment of every day to create a better world for everyone. God bless you and have a beautiful beautiful day.
I think this is your signature song for Unity <laughs> Minneapolis. I do. Laura, would you introduce our guest again? Tell us how we can get more oh, of this wonderful so Jen. It's great to have her back. I make her sing that song quite often because nobody, she just, just does it so perfectly. Um, it's great to have her here. Jen is an owner of a music store in River Falls, Wisconsin. Um, oh my gosh, Brickhouse, that's right. And probably that's number two. Number one is, I mean, she's been on Broadway in Mamma Mia. She's been at all the major theaters in town and shows. Um, a great musician, great teacher, great friend, Jen Burley Benz. And great friend of unity. Thank you so much for yes. being here. Thank you, thank you. It's been a wonderful service. It's been a wonderful day. So we're going to invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. You can do so in a very easy way. First of all, you can just donate. If you're on our website, just hit that donate button. It's a secured website. Also, you can text us at 77977 if you're doing this on your personal phone. You can do that and just uh, give to Unity. I think the information is probably on your screen right now. So we invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. So we invite you to do that. Let us go within just for a moment. And center ourselves again in this one presence, and this one power, giving thanks this morning for this power of imagination and how we can use it in our lives. So to just remind ourselves it's not to set it right, it's to see it rightly. And we see through the power of imagination. We give thanks for this lesson today. Now let's affirm together our church offertory blessing, and it is found in your order of service. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Thank you, God. Amen. So let's take a moment as we bless these gifts. We bless the gifts that's been received this week. We bless all of these gifts. And we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. We see it. We believe it. And we move in that direction. And we say, thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is. And so we let it be. Amen. So many wonderful things happening at Unity Minneapolis. Wow. I invite you to take advantage of all that you're able to do. We have many offerings. And I want to also acknowledge our prayer chaplains. They're not with us physically, but I know that they are holding space from a distance. They're holding that sacred space. 
So my dear friends, they're here. if you would like prayer requests, by all means, we invite you to go to our website and fill in that prayer request. You can do that right there. And our prayer ministry receives it, and our chaplains will begin praying with you as well. So we hold that in prayer. I also want to remind you, just save the date. Save the date for our World Day of Prayer. That is coming up on Thursday, the 10th of September. And that's a, really a wonderful service. It'll be live streamed right here from our sanctuary this year with many people participating in that. So that's from, from fear to faith is the theme this year for the World Day of Prayer. Also, I want to acknowledge that our workshop today is at 11 o'clock. The Pettingills are doing that workshop. They are awesome presenters, and the workshop promises to be outstanding. And then I just want to comment very quickly on how to be an anti-racist. I am uh, enjoying reading the book and preparing for this discussion, and you are invited to attend this book study. And as it was said earlier in our announcements by Reverend Tony, that an anonymous donor has come forward and gifted the books. But we must register. You must register on our website. There's two offerings. There's a Wednesday evening offering and also a Thursday morning offering. And if you need that book, by all means, let us know, and we'll make arrangements for that to happen. My request is that you receive the book, that you also participate in the class. It would be wonderful to have you do that. So come and be a part of that as well. Many things happening here at Unity Minneapolis. Take advantage of them. We're glad you're with us today. Now then, let's close together with our... Also, I just want to acknowledge, as our folks are coming on the platform, I want to acknowledge that our youth and family ministry, we just have an awesome youth and family ministry program, and they're offering a full program, a full program during this challenging time right here. So we invite you to be a part of that as well. So let us know together our prayer for protection and our peace song. Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever I am, God is and all is swell. And our peace song.
Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you next week.